Three men on the site strategics team went where not many humans have gone. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. No, this is not a myth. This is no media propaganda. Aaron Sparks, Thomas Broadbeck, and Nate Torvik were in California recently, and they walked through the Google campus. This can't be. Be what? Be real? These three men were also in a, if you tell anyone what's discussed in this meeting, we're going to kill you type of meeting with Google executives. Uh, wait a sec. We just mentioned it. But that's okay. We're good as long as we don't talk specifics. This is Edge of the Web, and we've been to Google's headquarters. We're now officially special. So what do you say? Let's talk more digital marketing trends this hour. Here's Aaron Sparks. Oh. New, new intro. New intro. We got new music beds. It was like Christmas. We are opening up all the, the all the downloads. Listen to this. Listen to this. Hey. You didn't get that mastered yourself? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. We do all this. Our, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience working with the edge. Uh, you can turn that off at any time now. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the edge. Uh, you can certainly check out any site worth of salt online to find out what's trending in content marketing and what the best standards are, designs, etc., layout for, for content. I mean, true enough, you, you can even check out our own site. We've had a lot of conversations around this very topic. Well, what about the future? I mean, standards do change, expectations increase, and technology improves as well, right? So if you want to make sure your efforts stay effective, you need to adapt or even stay ahead of the curve. So we're going over seven main ways great content will be different in the future from author Neil Patel. Uh, also, we talked about AMP last week, uh, Google's AMP project. We're going to talk about today how it's going to affect your online marketing. Today, welcome back to The Edge. Well, good afternoon. I'm Aaron Sparks uh, from Site Strategics. Joining me in studio are two people of the very same organization that Sarah Stillinger and Thomas Broadbeck. How are we doing, guys? Good. Hello, hello. Hello. All right. And we also have Doug Carr from uh, Marketing Tech Blog. Sir, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. We missed you last week. I missed you guys, too. We had a... I wept. Fake. It's all yeah. fake. Look at that. There's an inch of sincerity whatsoever. Well, every week we actually bring you the latest internet and mobile marketing trends and the cutting edge digital marketing news so you can use for, for a more effective and successful online strategy. We do that so you can actually spend less administrative time on your business and you can actually work kind of in your business, right? I mean, the, the whole point is to make more money without wasting your days away. So what we've been talking about for over three years are, are how, to, how to execute a successful online digital marketing strategy. And that encompasses search engine optimization, which is higher rankings on Google. And that's an ever-changing water out there. Uh, social media management. What's the best things to actually... What are the best ways to actually get your engagement of your followers going and get brand loyalists out there, you know, touting touting your value, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, email newsletter delivery and and best practices in that and and marketing tech blog has a lot of great information about that. So I mean, it, it's it's a it's a constant churning of tactics that we talk about, strategies that we talk about, and the entire show is actually produced by Site Strategics, and we are a, a, a Indianapolis-based digital marketing firm on the south side of Indianapolis, and we're, we're known locally, but we're also known nationally for digital marketing, and marketing dominance that actually translates into sales. 
So if you're interested in maybe these tactics that we're talking about and how someone, you know, an agency can actually deploy it for you, that's what we do is, is we, we certainly educate. But if you're interested in, you know, coming across the board and, and talking to us about what we can do for you, just give us a shout at 877-736-4932. That's 877-736-4932. We actually have a free consultation that we provide uh, uh, at your beck and call, right? So you can just give us a shout. And we'll set up an online screen uh, along the uh, uh, screen share uh, if you're remote or just come into our offices. Um, but we'll actually put our tools to work and actually see what uh, what you may not be able to see uh, in the digital marketing space. Uh, what type of links that you have? Mm-hmm. How about your competitors? What are they doing? Do where are they in in, in respect to what your site's how your site's performing? We have all the lenses and and we are happy to to demonstrate that. Uh, all right, so. That's the show. That's who we are. And the show is actually on a whole different website. That's actually edgethewebradio.com. And uh, you can actually just Google Internet Marketing Radio Show right there at the top of Google. So uh, we got to be doing something right, right? Yeah. Um, check us out. We have all a slew of videos. All of our podcasts are there. You can also subscribe to our podcast through iTunes. Uh, as well as download our apps from uh, iTunes as well as Google Play. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff, all the videos. Tom does an excellent job at videos of each and every one of the segments, so they're easy consumables, and we have the ability to stuff a screen here or there in the video where we still can't get it done on the radio broadcast. I don't know why. I mean, because they can't see us on radio. They uh, What? What? <laughs> But but Charlie at the chocolate factory. I mean, literally. I mean, I mean, the guy had the technology right there. Why didn't it come through? Uh, you got me. Someday they'll. Someday I'm sure they'll get cars connected to some kind of massive network of some sorts yeah. that might have applications. Exactly. And who knows? We might even have it in the palm of our hand one day. <laughs> That'd be, be cool. To see video wherever we go. Yeah. Let me know that when that day comes. All right. I will. Literally, you have two screens in front of you. You are like superimposed. You. <laughs> You got an Apple Pro, and then you have your own device in front of that Apple, and and oh, you're being sarcastic. I That's was a little bit. Ah. I would just like to add that Flat Aaron is always watching us. Flat Aaron is always watching us, and that's very, very creepy. If you've ever seen the videos of the studio, I like Trump Aaron better. That is good. <laughs> oh, that <yeah>. was nice, <laughs> Doug. I did see that. Shout out to Doug. That's oh, that gonna, reminds that's me. That's going to go in the video now, everybody. <laughs> everybody check the video this week. <laughs> I do need to talk to you after the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, uh, let's find out what's hot off the press in today's web world. To do the thing that God put me on this earth to do. Have salon quality hair and read the news. The latest internet marketing news. So my point is, Trump does not have salon quality hair. I think hair. he does. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, oh I, I think it's salon quality. I don't think so at all. You know it's, Gene Cady, right? The old Purdue coach that had yeah, the bed yeah, come absolutely. over? Did you hear how much he paid? Like $300 a week to have that done. Oof. When he was, Seriously? When he was, a, when he was the coach at Purdue, yeah. Oh my gosh! Pretty crazy. I'm sure there is someone on Trump's staff. that all that person does, he's not. It's not just a come over. He's coming from the back, back front. Is managing that. I don't think it's come over at all. <laughs> if you look says, at says it, the man, says the man with birds living in his beard. <laughs> it's more of a come forward and flip, flip back. back. Nice. Like I think. Have you ever seen him when the wind's blowing? No. His hair is like 10 inches long. Oh, my. Seriously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
It's fascinating. Uh, yeah, not <laughs> particularly, but okay, I'll trust you on that one. Come on, how many times has he been on the air that you're just looking at the hair going all the time? See, you can't not look it's, at it. That means it's fascinating. <laughs> it's like a train wreck, though. It is. Yeah, <laughs> he's running for the top office on the land. Get a stylist, <laughs> or maybe he has one. I'm pretty sure he. Wow. Is. Yeah, I just ate up about two and a half minutes right, right there. Yeah. Personal right. branding. <laughs> But now we'll rank for Trump. Yeah. I sincerely doubt that. Here's the funny part. So for anybody listening, I Photoshopped Trump's hair onto Aaron's head. Mm -hmm, Exactly. It's it's glorious. Yes. It's such a terrible Photoshop job that it's hilarious. I showed it to the kids. Yes. They all ran away. Yes, exactly. With fear. Yeah. And so, uh, and of course I look. And yes, there is a Trump mobile app to add hair, hair to, to any anybody. picture. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's 99 cents. Stop it. Are they advertising on the show? No. Then, then don't reference them again. <laughs> From Matt Southern over at Search Engine Journal. Google is to update smartphone user agent uh, of Googlebot. Uh, next month, Google will be Google. Google will be changing the smartphone user agent for Googlebot. For those of you uh, playing at home, that's actually what Google sends to your website to actually digest content. It'll go through link by link by link. So it's actually doing a different type of user agent, different type of rendering, uh, so it can better understand pages that use newer web technologies. Googlebot's renderer evolves over time, and the, the company says, and right now it renders pages more like Chrome than Safari. Changing the smartphone user agent will have no effect on roughly 99% of the sites. Uh, that's why we're reporting it then. Uh, but, I mean, just bear in mind that Google is constantly changing how it understands sure. your website content. And, I mean, we were talking a lot about Google as an in, as a company, as what they're trying to do in, uh, in their space. And they're not trying to just send traffic to websites. They're trying to create answers and not not just create but be able to glean the best out of content so pay attention there well and i think i think the the other part is people have to understand that google's uh percent of audience is shrinking yes it is it's not going up and so they are going to continue changing at a rapid pace to try to keep on top of that that's absolutely correct from search engine journal uh, from matt southern as well uh google to track search trends and fundraising data for presidential candidates not their hair um after a successful launch of the new search feature dedicated to candidates this election season google has introduced two new ways to keep track of the presidential hopefuls how they're funded and how they're trending in search compared to one another they have a trending candidates tool google is actually is going to make candidate search trends more readily available in search results and when searching for a candidate you'll now see a line graph revealing how the candidate you searched for is trending in search versus their uh, their opponents which is pretty cool the graph will track both recent and historical data and on top of that they're going to also have the fundraising information google is teaming up with the center of for responsive responsive politics to make campaign funding information easier to access searching for candidates name plus campaign finance will bring up fundraising information broken down by donor groups Fundraising information will also appear in candidates' knowledge graphs when the name is searched. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Meh. see House of Cards, the latest episode or latest season yes. where they had that stupid Google wannabe name? Yeah. What was that stupid name? That was the dumbest know. name I've ever yeah, heard for was. a made-up search engine. I don't like this. Uh, you, know you know why I don't like this? Because... <laughs> 
I mean, I'm, he's not even going to comment. He's gonna I'm, I'm not going to. No, I'm, I'm irritated. I am irritated. Yeah. We should never talk politics on the show. <laughs> I, I, because jump ball. Because here, here you go. This, this is campaign donations. As if that's the tell-all signal of a candidate. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, stop it. Yep. You know what did they vote for? What what did what bills did they pass? What bills did they actually bring to fruition? Doug, 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 Doug. They don't. The users don't want to see anything Here, of substance. We're, we're what Come nineteen on. trillion dollars in debt. Yes. I, I, if if an election cost a <laughs> trillion dollars in donations, I wouldn't care if it cut the debt. Yeah. Like I wouldn't care. Isn't isn't that's not important, sir? Ugh, <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> If you'd like it's to learn more, me. go to Doug's personal Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I yeah, don't yeah, even yeah, talk yeah. about it there. I actually, I actually have canceled out of politics. I'm done. Oh wow, I'm done. <gasps> you know why? Until they get a none of the above. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, there yep. you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to Texas when they, when they, what do they call it? Secede when they secede. Yeah. <laughs> I think a bunch of us are. Okay, last thing I got to talk about from Barry Levan over at Marketing Land, and we can talk about this in the future here. Quick note: Google launches its Analytics 360 suite. Saw that. Yeah, to provide better marketing measurement tools for micro moments. Google is making a bigger play in the marketing data arena uh, with our announcement that it's launching a new enterprise-oriented measurement platform called Google Analytics 360. There's a lot so to be here's your, these tools. Here's your crappy free analytics yep, that exactly. is going to raise you. a lot of questions yep. and you're not going to be able to figure it out. Yep. And then here's your paid that actually makes sense. Did I not talk about you this? Did. I yeah. absolutely yeah. did. Do they give us keywords? Yeah. Do they give us keywords? <laughs> It's all about that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they have an audience center, 360. They go to an optimized uh, 360, uh, uh, site testing and personalization product for delivering and testing multiple versions of visitor experiences. They've got a data studio. They've got a tag manager, attribution, and analytics 360. I bet they actually do provide the keywords. You, you, you know what? Here's here's the big negative. What? i got to put one negative out there. Of course. They are not going to get like Facebook integration and audience and stuff like that. And so, nope. so they're still going to be lacking because of it's Google. Right. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem. And that's Absolutely. why we we tend to point to third party analytics that that you know have access to all data, not just Exactly. Not just that. All right, hey, uh NDMA, uh influencer marketing is at an all-time high leveraging the power of influencers and advocates. Influencer marketing is is the coin of the realm more than Eight in ten marketers will use influencer marketing this year. About 60% of marketers plan to invest more this year on influencer marketing. Do you want to know what that is? Well, you can certainly check it out April 12th uh, uh, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Marat Apartments in Indianapolis. You can uh, listen to Rob Fugetta. He will actually share with you the secrets of how to do influencer and advocate marketing. So check that out. You can register at Indy, I-N-D-Y, AMA.com. That's IndieAMA.com. All right. Uh, well, we are talking about the future of content. Standards do change and expectations increase and technology improves. If you want to stay ahead of the curve there, we're going to go over seven main ways great content will be different in the future right after this. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. Featuring today's top search engine marketing innovators and the latest digital marketing trends. 
This is Digital Web. Yeah, I'm putting my photos out on the line and I'm creating an exchange. Yeah, that's Instagram. But mine's more of a social sharing on the line that's happening. Online. Quick interjection. When you keep saying on the line, you do mean online. Stuart, you don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Did you hear? We've been to the Google campus in Cali. What up? Try and argue with us now. This leading web marketing audio and video forum is presented by SiteStrategics.com. Now, here's Aaron Sparks. Did you challenge me to argue with you? Uh, Yes, I think I did. (laughs) Just then. And the deep voice guy says, what up? (laughs) What up? I'm just saying. Isn't what up like from the 90s? (laughs) Yes. It's still cool. I think I just just lobbed one out our producer there. It's good, though. The music has reached like 2,000, so. Oh! Do not insult oh. DJ. Our DJ. Yeah. DJ. Yeah. I won't I even. It. Should I give him a shout out? <laughs> DJ. Jessica. That was awesome. <laughs> Just to see Aaron's face. Mr. Balik would actually disagree with that. Yeah. I was going to say, Mr. Techno Beats himself. Yeah, I'm saying, he's got a hoopty audi out there. He was making fun of the music that was being played at the Google Dance. He was. Oh, was he? He was. He yeah, because God knows better. Google can't be in the future anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Google couldn't be as current. Come on. No. Okay, hey, I'm in speaking trouble. of the future, all right, oh, you can check out online and see all these content marketing standards, what the best practices are for content creation and communication on, on websites. I mean, it's, it's a big industry, right? And it's very, very important. Content is king inside of inside of social engagement, inside of um, search engine optimization, as well as just consumer engagement on the whole. Well, looking towards the future, standards will change, right? Expectations will increase, and technology will certainly improve. So uh, to make sure that your efforts stay effective, right, you need to adapt or even stay ahead of the curve. Go figure, right? Just like our music. Um, So we're going to go over seven main ways great content can be different in the future. So welcome back to The Edge. Thanks for listening. I'm Aaron Sparks, your host from Site Strategics. We are an Indianapolis-based digital marketing firm. We're focused on cost-effective web design as well. You will not get dinged with a huge price tag of a website. We, We price appropriately for what is needed. And we'll also not sell you a huge bag of tricks when you just need certain levels of, of web design for the first stage of your marketing journey. And this is the thing, Doug, as we always talk about, a we- website development is not a singular project. It's not the end all of right. marketing. It's, it can't be. Content has to play a role in it. You have to evolve your website. I mean, Tom, we, we look at look at uh, effects that we can have on a website at any given time and say, hey, we might want to change this over here. This is probably going to improve something. Yeah. Um, you can test this stuff out. So it's not a, 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 a singular thing. It's an investment that you have to put into your business's bottom line on a regular basis. And this is why we do the show, so you can hear about these different types of initiatives and maybe bring some home uh, and, and see how things work for you. So if you're interested in, in uh, what we as a company could do for you, just give us a shout. Come in, have a, a cup of coffee. Or talk to us online, and we can focus on your online success. That's 877-736-4932 or Site Strategics. That's S-I-T-E. Strategics with an I-C-S, not Strategics with a C-K-S or an X, like our, our friend in, uh, Nate Torvik wanted to throw out there. Doesn't want to confuse anything. <laughs> Check us out online and see what we can do for you. All right. 
Now, we got a great piece of content, uh, white paper from Neil Patel, and I certainly don't want to uh, go through all the key points because we want you to sign up and download the same uh, white paper. But I had to cover some of the bases that he talked about inside of, of evolving standards uh, or future standards of content. You know, he, he covered seven specific ways that things are going to change in the world of content. First thing out of the gate, and I wholeheartedly agree with this, is control is the one of the big next steps. No size fits all, and we know that from a responsive look at things, and this is exactly what Google's been paying attention to, is how are you delivering content to different size platforms, right? Smartphone, t small tablet, ginormous tablet like D Doug has over there desktop right yeah smart you know uh, watches i mean <laughs> you have to deliver your content in a lot of different ways because the, those those are different consumers they right? they they want to consume in 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 different formats i mean what if you could create content in multiple formats and off, offer it all at once what do you think about that we do in a way <laughs> in a way I mean, it may be more expensive for the content creators, but it's worth it. And possibly hide certain elements of content, right? Well, we don't know all the time, so tell me how you do that, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> just had a spit take. That might have just looked like your son's reaction you were talking about a little bit ago. <laughs> Can we do that over? <laughs> no! <laughs> well, I mean, we, we understand responsive design. We also see well, the collapsibility. Here's a, here's a perfect content. example, yep. uh, and I'm going to give him a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him a shout-out. But Blue Bridge, yep. uh, they create mostly mobile apps right now for churches and mm -hmm. things like that, and uh, that's what they really specialize in. Uh, but they built our mobile app, and so our content is syndicated directly from our website to that yep. that application but it's formatted for the device sure. so it doesn't look and feel like it does on our website it looks and feels how it how it should on a device so that's Absolutely. that's just one example i yep. there's there's a whole bunch of different ones i'm going to actually talk about some of them on the marketing tech blog Very segment good. so i mean it, you have the ability to sense a platform you have the ability to set yeah. breakpoints based on the different dimensions of screens, right? Mm -hmm. And it's already native inside of inside of HTML5 programming and CSS3. You can do that. You right. can deliver content. You can strip out elements. It's got to be more consumable for developers and less less uh, uh, challenging for programmers to actually get this done. And that's what I'm looking at as an evolution of this content. And that's what Neil's saying as well is that you're going to package it, and you're going to have different ways to package and deliver this. Uh, another point he made, data will play a bigger role. Data-driven posts always perform the best. Absolutely. And in the next few, for more, next few years, there'll be more and more tools that will allow even an average blogger to scrape information from hundreds of thousands or millions of web pages. And that what that means is that there's no excuse not to have backup statements with data. Can't stand sites that make... Uh, uh, comments across the board, you know, just broad brush comments without structural data to yeah. back those points up. I yeah. mean, it's all just hyperbole at that point in time. Sure. Now, great content in the future will mostly be backed by data. And that also ties into the data. Specificity will also win the day. You know, narrowing your blog content, narrowing your focus on specific items, not broad, broad, broad case items. Uh, you're going to have the ability to own your space a heck of a lot more nuance. I mean, this is 
we're getting more and more refined inside of uh, inside of the the, the, the the searchers' savviness. They mm-hmm. know what to pay attention to. They also know what to pay attention to on the search engine results. If they're not triggering what they expected to see from Google, right? Yeah, they're going to change that content. They're going to change that query up to be much more refined and nuanced. And I mean, honestly, we are training the consumers on how to be. Uh, working with the algorithm that is providing them the content, you yeah. know, I'm seeing more and more pluses and more and more colons in query statements. The the the, the general consumer is getting smarter on how Google operates. So, I mean, people want solutions to, to their specific problems, and even social media marketing for small businesses can actually be too broad sometimes. So, I, that's a very very key point. Less content, more quality. I mean, we've talked about that. Uh, for the longest time, sure. but uh, I mean the bar is going to be raised continually, and great content will come, become more expensive. So I mean in the in the in the annals of if you're purchasing digital marketing, right? Digital marketing is like a portfolio manager. I mean there's so many different sure. areas: SEO, social media, content, email newsletters, just to name a few, right? Your 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 the weight the expense of digital content. Actually, content delivery and unique, good quality content is going to be uh, a bigger piece of the pie in the entire budget uh, over time. You just can't get away with less quality cli- uh, content. We've seen that just mm-hmm. from search engine optimization. We've seen that the poor quality and the poor performance for users, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it drives down the effectiveness of that content. Uh, last, last point here, you won't get away with poor design. Uh, you know, you got to make some extra effort into the design of your content and the consumability of the content. Can't get away from a plain. You, you can still get away from plain design for most content these this day these days, but that will decline over time. You know, bo- bonus points for mobile design because it warrants a, mes- a mention that it's already worth making sure that your content is at least readable on a mobile device, right? And that also ties into AMP because I mean, more and more. Uh, we're seeing that this is a strong uh, signal from Google. Mm-hmm. you got to get that stuff right. All right. A lot of other key points inside of that Neil Patel article. So go check out that bla- that great blog content and download his white paper. Um, it, ha- it breaks these points into much greater detail, and it's well worth the price, which is free. Okay. We got the link. Uh, you can go to Edge of the Web Radio. be able to download the um, – be able to link straight to that article as well. He always has great stuff, and he's actually going to be on the show in the near future. So that's going to be cool. So we wanted to give a shout-out to Neil. All right, we're going to jump into the seeds of marketing technology with none other than the purveyor of all things marketing tech. That's Douglas Carr of Marketing Technology Blog. Coming up. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. If you haven't heard about it, Aaron and his wingmen Thomas and Nate hit up the Google campus in Cali recently to verify they actually have physical buildings and they're the size of the IRS. The main difference is Google can justify how big they are. This is Edge of the Web, presented by SiteStrategics.com. Here's Aaron Sparks. <laughs> okay, you're listening to the Edge of the Red, of the Web Radio. Uh, you're, we're talking internet marketing and internet content trends of 2016. You'll hear nowhere else, at least the way we deliver it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With Austin Power. Exactly. With awesomeness. With, <laughs> it's like a little snowflake. <laughs> Everything is different. <laughs> it's so unique. All right. Uh, I don't know where I went with that one. 
Um, we're presented by Site Strategics. We are an Indianapolis-based uh, digital marketing company. Uh, if you're interested in what we can do in the in the realms of uh, uh, all things digital marketing, give us a shout. We can certainly help you out. Uh, we're all online at sitestrategics.com. That's S-I-T-E, strategics.com. You can also catch all the information from the show at edgeofthewebradio.com. We've got videos, audio, and everything we do at the show, and much, much more. Now... I need to introduce a man who needs no introduction. What he needs is a conclusion, actually. That's Douglas Carr of Marketing Tech Blog. Technologic. Marketing Tech Blog. You know, you can really get trapped in that web of beepers, Zenith televisions, Walkmans, Discmans, floppy disks, zip drives, laser disks, answering machines, and Nintendo Power Glove. Wow, you know so much about technology. Technology. Nice. <laughs> Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> All right, so I I love uh, I love this topic today, and I wanted to talk about um, different mediums um, within content because I think that's playing more of a role as well, especially when you're talking about um, when you're talking about how people are consuming mm-hmm. um, content. So I, I, some of this is going to be repeat from you know other shows that we've done, but I just kind of walk through so wash rinse and repeat yeah so the the four major categories haven't changed right we have owned media that's your site you know and your blog and and Mm -hmm. what you're publishing um as well as it can be your sales sheets and white papers Mm -hmm. and everything else because you own those you have full control over those and then you have uh earned media earned media is of course you know that that you earn the right to get on someone else's site and you were talking about influencer marketing yeah that's a huge role of let's say a public relations team and, and working with that. Uh, and then you have shared media, which is, you know, social media and, and, and it can be influencer as well. You know, that if, if, um, if, you know, someone sees an article that they like that you wrote, they share it out of their social media. And then of course there's paid. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I want to talk about is within each of those, how much this is drastically changing and and for uh, the average company they just it's a hard thing to kind of get a grasp on so um owned of course you're writing articles and, and blog posts images and diagrams infographics mm-hmm. and now micrographics are becoming bigger as social becomes a bigger deal and, yep. and uh um and then presentations you know for slideshare if you're b2b you know that's an important one um white papers case studies testimonials sales sheets these are all these are all important aspects and then of course video right Mm -hmm. video is a part of that as well now what you were talking about earlier is you can really grasp someone's attention when you do primary research and that's when you have the stats that nobody else has correct and so that can be expensive but nowadays even with survey tools you can get a statistically valid survey result uh fairly easy you know out of some of these tools so the, the old days of paying millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars now you know you can you can pay tens of dollars you know and get mm-hmm. get some good information and people are more apt to take those surveys they want yeah. to actually participate in that type of data collection and then of course like with infographics and everything secondary research is good if you're putting it together so forrester might come out with some you know data and gardner might come out with some data and mm-hmm. then some third party and a company here and a company there if you push all of that into an infographic which is commonly what we're doing for clients Secondary research can be really valuable because it's curated content into mm-hmm. one consumable, you know, piece, and right. it can go in a white paper or whatever. And so, um, I wanted to talk about those. The next one that I want to talk about these are the kinds of new things that keep popping up that 
you have to get a hold of. Um, we just got uh, a marketing tech blog just got accepted in Apple News. I saw that. Um, That's great, Doug. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah. And Apple News is opening up to all publishers. So uh, there's a process, a vetting process, and actually, if you if you go to the marketing tech blog, it'll still there's nothing published. We've published them from our end. We're just waiting for Apple to basically approve them. Mm -hmm. um, but 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 this is another way people are consuming information is through these apps and services on their mobile devices. Right. Um, Facebook has it. Facebook instant articles. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you've got to have uh, you know you you've got to be pushing out there. Uh, Google, Google AMP, accelerated mobile pages. Absolutely. You know, you, we talked about that uh, two weeks ago on the show, or last week, in mm -hmm. depth on the show. I wasn't here, but I listened to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so Google AMP is, is another one that you have to get for Android devices. Um, so it's not enough just to publish stuff on a blog post. You've got to have all of these different ways that you're going. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. When you're going earned, of course, organic search matters. People can find you. People can find out the information, and then they share the information. And so you've got to be where they're looking. Organic video search, local organic search. I think people hmm. people don't you know uh, pay a lot of attention to that. Um, and public relations, of course, we we love uh, our partners at Ditto who help us with PR. Yeah, they're good. Um, right here in Indianapolis. Um, and then uh, shared influence. Of course, we talked about social media and organic influencer marketing is important. You read how many articles on the show today? Yeah. That was organic influencer marketing. Nobody pitched them to you. Nope. Uh, you found the information. You wanted to share it with your audience and and did. Um, and, and then there's, uh, of course, paid. Native advertising is becoming almost a must nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were on the phone with uh, Zamanta. Uh, and had a great art. Uh, people in publishing might have remembered them a while back that they were kind of had this backlinking, you know, related posts, you know, application. Well, mm -hmm. now they really serve, uh, they have a dashboard that serves multiple um, native advertising, you know, solutions out there. And so these are important. If you want to grow your audience, what they do is they take an article that you wrote and that you want to promote and they put that as a related article next to an article on another site. So if someone clicks, that publisher gets paid, you know, and, and you get that visit. And it's becoming a very, very good, relevant, high source of, of great visitors. And so we're looking now with our, with, we do so much premier content for our, mm -hmm. our clients that we're saying, how do we extend the reach? We, we could do pay-per-click, right. but it's, it's somewhat relevant. But if someone's reading an article on, let's say, TechCrunch or Mashable or something about marketing tech, right. and we put on, you know, uh, and we have an ad there, a native ad that says, hey, here's an infographic on this topic, you've got someone already, already they're Primed. there to read, Absolutely. and they're there to learn, and they're to research, and so bringing them over to your site. And so we're looking at that as a solution. There's other ones. Consumer awareness marketing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. Outbrain, Taboola. Yep. Uh, there, there's a bunch of them. But yeah, we're the looking thing, at Outbrain too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've used them. They, they, the, the problem that we have is that some worked, some didn't work. Depending on who 
opened their gateways and who didn't open their gateways mm-hmm. on their sites, mm-hmm. which sites belong to what. The reason why we're looking at Zamanta is because they have multiple within their network. Okay. So you can actually test within out of one. Gotcha. Um, so it's a, so it's an interesting one to look at. Um, and then uh, uh, we I, we announced it uh, during the break. We were talking to Aaron that um, we signed an engagement with uh, G Shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, G Shift Labs has a web presence analytics, and and we're going to talk about this more in the future. But they there's a problem now on websites where when you're measuring your conversion funnel, let's say, yep. it's within everything that you know, everything that you can see. But the problem is, is that a lot of these people are coming from places you don't see. They call that the dark funnel. Right. It's basically where you can't find, Mark Schaefer's talked about this as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And that's that you're getting great audience from somewhere, yeah. but you don't exactly know where. You don't know how it started. You don't know who opened up the conversation. You know, someone might listen to the podcast today and then go share the article that you talked about. Right. Well, they can't track that back to you talking about it. Right. And so uh, what G-Shift and other other analytics platforms, these web presence platforms are trying to do is really show you this dark funnel and say, Hey, here's where you're getting referrals. Huh. Here's where you're getting information. And so we're so this is guys, this is dramatic change in the content industry, you know. No, and it gets down to the the measurable exactly. space that we didn't have before right. and, and you're able to turn up nuggets of gold that are inexpensive delivery because it's it's what the consumer is actually paying attention to, not the big me- even the medium, you know, it's it's the fractionalized but very very important places where the consumers are exactly it's you you nailed it it's where people are and and the problem that we have today is that one you know uh, first companies really don't have good websites at all uh and if they do have a a good website Mm -hmm. that's a small percentage of where the audience is it's a tiny percentage yeah it really is and so you've got to be out there finding these it's the hunt yeah it is the hunt and so that's how content is dramatically changing. So, so keep up with us, and uh, and we'll teach you how. Excellent. So, thanks so much, Doug from Marketing Tech Blog. Always bringing a unique perspective to today's endless internet marketing la- landscape. You, they can follow. They can they can find you at marketingtechblog.com. Yep. Okay. Great information for any level of knowledge that you have inside of digital marketing. They they aim to 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 cull that information to you based on your your. Uh, your proficiency. Subscribe to the newsletter. Absolutely. There you go. Subscribe with that big honking graphic that's on the front page. The Matt ad that actually works. I thought it, maybe it wasn't going to be mentioned. Yeah, so. it's there. It's there. It's the bane of my existence. It can't be. You're cookied. You're done. Oh, well, oh, no, no, no. I purge my cookies and see it again and again. Oh, again. nice. <laughs> So you have no idea where I'm coming from. All right. Uh, hey, thank you so much, Doug. It's great information. Check out marketingtechblog.com. All right. Hey, we talked about Google AMP last week with uh, Paul Shapiro and how it strips down the presentation of content. Well, here are, we're going to have some thoughts about how this new project from Google will have actually affect the online marketing world coming up right after this. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. 
This is Edge of the Web, fresh off our trip to Cali, hanging with top search engine marketing professionals at SMX 2016. By the way, we've been to Google's actual buildings. We want you to know it's real, and our insider info is real. Googliness, the intangible stuff that made a search engine into an engine for change. This leading digital marketing commentary is presented by SiteStrategics.com. Now, here's Aaron Sparks. Tom, how's your googliness? It's good. How's your bracket? <laughs> Go Butler! Does that have something to do with meat? I put meat on my bracket at home to... Oh. to no? Nothing like that whatsoever. No, I'm just checking out my bracket here. <laughs> All right, you do that. I'll just keep on, <laughs> keep on going with the rest of the show. Okay, hey, we talked about Google AMP last week and how it strips down the presentation of content. Well, we're going to talk about a couple things uh, about how AMP's going to affect the online marketing world, and we're continuing our discussion uh, about this directive from Google in our last segment here. Welcome back to The Edge. I just want to let you know about influencer marketing. Uh, the 12th of April, uh, you got to check that out. Rob Fugetta is actually going to be sharing the secrets of how to do influencer and advocate marketing marketing uh, right here in Indy. So check it out at IndyAMA. That's I-N-D-Y-A-M-A.com. You can register right then and there uh, for April 12th at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Murat Apartments talking about all things regarding influencer marketing, which is huge right now. And uh, you want to get a seat at that table. All right. Quickly, what is AMP? We talked about it last week. The Google AMP project, Accelerated Mobile Pages, is a way for fast-tracking content to mobile devices. It improves upon the traditional model of serving mobile content because it relies on a specific form of HTML called AMP HTML to strip down the presentation of content. The net effect is the, the mobile user will actually see articles with comparat comparatively basic text and images but the content will load up a 10 times faster or more than over, over the traditional formatted content. So why is Google AMP important for SEO? And that's where the big conversation actually lies. Because Google's not saying that AMP is a ranking signal. They're saying it, but they're not saying it, all things considered. Sure. You know? as, when as, they're reporting into webmasters, I pay attention. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. <laughs> and they do. As Google often preaches to the industry, page speed and mobile readiness are, are high-quality ranking distinctions that determine the placement of site, site content links in the search engine result pages, right? Yeah. So a faster site equals better rank signals. Uh, since 2013, Google has been evolving being uh, from being a company that provides links to other sites in search results to the company that provides answers to questions in search results. And there's a clear distinction. And this goes to D Doug's point earlier, is that they are trying to create themselves as a commodity unto themselves, as opposed to just a, a place to, to get off the highway to, to, to find something that you're interested in. They want to provide the content and provide the answers. So, for example, you can quickly type in like a... Uh, 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 a, 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 a search like who won the eight uh, the 1969 World Series? Okay, and the Mets show up on the wow. Uh, ah, see there you go Good. on on the actual Google search screen. Okay, so you don't have to go further. That's what's called a, a featured snippet in the in the eyes of Google. But deeper deeper searches like what are the main issues of the 2016 presidential election? Not not who's funded, <laughs> but what are the issues? Right, Doug. These types of questions lend themselves to more in-depth articles, all right? Unfortunately, 
The simple answers can't be possibly displayed on search or on the search engine. you got to load another page in order to get that information. As a result, Google has been developing ways to make the links you click on search results load more quickly. This is where AMP comes in. So the AMP project, they've been making these, these appear prominently in the SERPs, especially in the news section. So the positive impacts of AMP and, and SEO uh, online, faster loading of articles, AMP embedded articles will rank higher in search engine result pages, period. We're seeing that already in the news, and it's absolutely going to make its way into the common search. Okay, uh, Paid impressions will likely increase as well after viewing an AMP base piece of content, the most common thing users do is click back to the SERP to see what else might be relative, right? Or might be about, uh, uh, important. <laughs> I'm just going to bowl right through it. <laughs> AMP is also for every publisher. This is an open source format, mm -hmm. just like you were talking about uh, Apple News. This is a, an arena where it's allowing everybody to actually participate, unlike Facebook limitations. Facebook limits participation in the instant articles for a, a select set of publishers, guys. AMP is open source. And on top of that, analytics are coming for AMP as well. So there's going to be enhancements of how your AMP pages do compared to the rest of your website. You know, content is going to get more readers, more features are actually coming to the AMP environment. So this is a heavily focused and developed area right here, guys. So you need to pay attention. But there are some impacts negatively on on using AMP. There's no forms in AMP. If you're looking at trying to provide uh, newsletter signups for that content, they're not allowing the forms, quote unquote. They have an iframe that you can yeah, put in place. Form, yeah. But that you can't get a lot of the conversion points that you do with your existing content, your native content. AMP doesn't solve the problem of page speed SEO for non-publisher websites either. A lot of other things that uh, we can talk about in the negative space, but one of the biggest things is the domain authority. If everything's going off to Google for AMP content, it's not staying on the site, guys. So you got to pay attention to that. All right. A lot of information to today. I digest everything at, at edgeofthewebradio.com. Check it all out, all the links, and much, much more. And subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. Thanks for listening, and do not be a piece of cyber driftwood. See you next week. Edge of the Web Radio.